Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Ninth Avenue Nine. This is your host, Joel Bascom, pastor of Connecting and Equipping. Happy spring, everyone. It's been a really nice few days here in Minnesota, but whenever you hear this podcast, sometimes spring in Minnesota can be pretty unpredictable. But whether the temperature reflects it or not, spring has indeed sprung. I hope this Lenten season has been nourishing for you. As Father Josh said at the Ash Wednesday service, it is still good to focus in on our need for God, even when we have felt like it has been Lent for an entire year. It's Youth Month on the 9th Avenue 9. This means I got to use my kids to help me with the program. If you heard the last episode, you got to hear from my daughter, Corey, as well as a rundown of Thea Kuning and her picks. So we got to hear picks from two different people. Whatever your age, I would love to talk music with you. Please email me at joel at ofthecross.org if you would like to be a guest on the program. As always, if you don't wish to be recorded but would like to share your picks, email me a list and I will read them on a future episode. Now, on to the next episode. I was able to invite my son Jack to my studio upstairs. We had a great time talking about music. Since I live with both of my last two guests, I was quite familiar with a lot of their picks. But one of Jack's picks was new to me, and it was fun to get to know it a bit. With that in mind, I do have a Spotify playlist for Jack's picks that are included with the podcast. It was great to hear my son's comments on this music and to hear a little bit about his reasoning. Plus, his luxury item, I think, is brilliant. So, on with the show, and my guest, Jack Emmett Bascom. Welcome back to the basement, folks. My guest in the basement today is a longtime member of Church of the Cross. He and his family started attending Cross in 2010. He is an active member of our youth group. One of the perks of being a staff member at Church of the Cross is that I have significant leverage with members of my family to help me with my work. My three kids have found themselves PKs this last year. All kidding aside, one of our family's great joys is sharing music together. So, when my daughter Corey was on the podcast, my son Jack jumped to it to get his picks together. So, I welcome to the basement Mr. Jack Amet Bascom. Hi, Jack! Hello! Hey! <laughs> so, you'll notice that this in-person interview is not Zoomed, so there's not really much of a reason since he lives downstairs from me, don't you? Indeed, Indeed yes. yes. So, you know the rules of the podcast, but I'm going to go through them, much like, uh, m- much like you know, liturgy, where we need to go through things <laughs> each time. The episode has to have that same format. So here's the ground rules of our podcast. You are locked in the church basement for a year. You got that? Yep. Okay. Okay. You can have any nine albums with you you choose, music, audio, comedy, Uh, The church basement has Bibles, but you can have one other book. You also have a book of common prayer with you. Okay. And you get one luxury item. Is that clear? Yep, that is clear. I don't need to do anything else to make sure you get it. No. Okay, fantastic. So, our family started attending Church of the Cross 11 years ago. Uh, in 2010, so you were a little like four and a half, I think. Yeah, I would say four and a half, five years old. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any early memories that you think of when you think of Church of the Cross? Anything that goes back? No. 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 Not, who was not, your Who was your first Sunday school not, teacher? Not do you really. remember? I don't know. Um, 
Something that jumps out at me is um, uh, probably um, uh, Miss Liz in her days. Mm-hmm. Um, in my early Sunday school days, I really remember um, her being there. I don't remember Oh, Liz, Liz, Liz Stewart. Yeah, Liz Stewart. Deacon at Church of the Redeemer now. Yes. Yes, indeed. Liz Stewart, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I, I just remember um, her being there a lot and, um, you know, just... Really, she she really stands out as one person who was, uh, I I don't know I I don't know if there's anything particular besides she was just like there every time I was mm-hmm. in church like every time I yeah. was there I would inevitably see her at some point in the day, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah that's 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 one of my earliest memories. That's good. I, I, yeah, it just but it's hard to recall what was happening when we were first there because I can't really remember Yeah, since you were four and a half much. as I mentioned yes yes I, I only have like a couple memories of our old church so are you ready to talk about some music yes awesome so um was this a difficult process for you to to get down to these nine I mean eh, not really <laughs> not really is, I always took take... you five minutes <laughs> <laughs> I always like I I take like so I have specific music that I'm listening to at a, at a certain time. Yes. And so then I sort of play it to death till I get sick of it. Some yes. people may not do that. Yes. Uh, probably uh, not the most common thing in the world. But um, so these, you know, could totally be different in three months. Um, okay. I, I, I wouldn't know. That's not a hint to let me on this more. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. 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 The, the biannual, you know, picks from Jack and Matt. <laughs> Uh, okay, what's your um, first pick, Jackie? Um, so my first pick, you will not be surprised at all by this, okay. um, is Emotionalism by the Avid Brothers. Oh, yes. Yep. A fine album. Yeah, it is. What do you like about it? Um, I don't know. I There are times when, especially, I don't know why I like this so much, but um, a lot of the songs in it are really, like, bleak okay <laughs> almost like um my favorite song ever by this group the avid brothers if you haven't listened to them please do um they're really great um my my favorite song by them um is called paranoia and it's on this album mm-hmm. and i enjoy it so much um mostly because you know it just has I don't know. It just sort of has like this hopelessness yeah. to it, and just sort of like this um, feeling of not having anywhere to go and just being stuck in the same thing over and over again. Um, and a lot of the songs in the album, I feel like, have that feel. Well, they um, they in general have a little yeah. bit of a minor key element to their music. Yeah, they do. They do. They have very few songs that are like, you know, jumpy and super happy. cheery. Yeah. 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 So the I, I don't know if the Avett brothers will be making any other uh, appearances on your list, but I will say that uh, I think you know by this point Corey's list will have already been broadcast, so she had one. So yes, the, the Avett brothers are a family fave. So <laughs> we have seen them in concert. Yeah, you've seen them twice. I've seen them twice. Where tell the people where you saw them, what the two places were. So I saw them. I the first time I saw them, it was with uh, all the rest of my um, uh, five-person family. It was at the state fair, actually. Yep. Um, they were performing at the grandstand there. Um, that was pretty fun. Um, I wasn't really used to like the concertish atmos- atmosphere, so it was kind of cool to have a first time. Yes. Um, for that. 
Um, because I've been to a few other concerts um, of bands since. Yes. Um, yeah, and then the other time I went and saw them, um, which is probably my most memorable concert experience yet, um, was uh, when, um, I think it was over a year ago now. Yeah, a year and a half already, ago. It's already that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but last September, uh, we had an opportunity to go and see um, them, the Aver Brothers, and one other band I really enjoy, uh, Trampled by Turtles. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were able to get, like, sixth row seats, I think. Yes. Um, and that one was just me and my dad here. Um, well, somebody else came with us to that show as well, if you recall. Yes, yes. Who else was with us? Uh, Christian... Ruck. Yes. You may have heard of him. Yes. And uh, his son, Cyrus. Yes. Um, and it was, a good time was had by all, as I recall. Yes. Yes. Yes, it certainly seemed like it. What's your other favorite song on the trip? Because after all, with every guest on my podcast, we do put together a playlist featuring a few songs from, a couple songs from each album. What is another song that you really like on it? Ooh. What else would, if you were going to make a playlist, what would the other song be? I don't know. That, there, actually, yes, I do know. There's one other song on it. It's called um, Go to Sleep. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's what it's called. A little um, cheery for the Avert Brothers, too. A little uh, cheerier, not as bleak as some of the others may, did. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was, it's, that, that one's a, that, that one's, um, yeah, that one's pretty, it's, it's kind of honestly a more uh, fun song to sort of just like, you know, um, listen to just sort of to like. Mm-hmm. Uh, be happy, honestly. Um, What's number two pick? Um, so uh, my number two pick. Um, uh, so as I mentioned, um, we saw at that concert um, this band Triple by Turtles, and my second pick is uh, Palomino. Uh-huh. Uh huh. By Trampled by Turtles. Um, yeah, uh, I, I obviously every Trampled by Turtles fan out there probably knows the song, uh, the first song on that album, uh, "Wait So Long." Wait, it's it's mm-hmm. probably their, it's probably one of their most famous songs, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I really like um, uh, that song as well as a song in it. It's just I, I think it's solely instrumental. Um, it's called uh, New Sun. Yeah. Um, yeah. That one I really love. Yeah, the um, mandolin player of the band yeah. pl- wrote that for his newborn son. Oh, that's, yeah. that's that's awesome. It's really sweet. It's a really sweet sounding yeah. song. You can kind of tell if you know that it's called. It's about a little newborn son. You can kind of hear it in the music. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, it's a great one. So, yeah. um, Trampled by Turtles also, uh, for those of you who attended the last time we had at Church of the Cross a Jubilee concert, the Oaks family did a, a wonderful rendition of another Trampled by Turtles song called Alone. So, for those of oh, you who yes. have been around Church of the Cross events, you can you can uh, might remember that. Yeah. What's your number three pick, Jack? Uh, my number three pick, um, this might surprise you. You really um, surprise I me. I <laughs> I don't think it will though. Um, okay. Uh, so, but it's an album you got me uh, on CD a okay. couple a couple of years ago, um, along with a few other things. But this is really the one I um, really uh, uh, enjoyed and have um, played again, listened to it a lot again since. Um, 
uh, it's by Bob Dylan, and it's called Oh Mercy. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, that's a great album. Yeah. I, I, I love it so much. Um, peop- there are some people who out there who are going to, um, who might kill me for saying this, but um, his, um, the, main, the main thing I love um, about uh, that album is um, Dylan's voice and the way it impacts the music it sings. Mm-hmm. It would not be the same album with a different singer. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good point. Uh, I, yeah, the, um, yeah, I honestly, I have no, uh, personal favorite of the songs in that yeah. album. Well, it's a kind um, of a moody album. It's an atmospheric album. There's a lot, yeah. it has a single sort of, I feel like there's even like cricket sounds on it. It's, yeah, there is, there is. In uh, a couple of the songs, there's like, um... Because it was yeah. recorded in in New Orleans, and so it almost has that sort of bayou sort of crickets, you know, yeah. warm night sound. Yeah. Any songs? So you don't have any necessarily any stick out to you. What's the first song that comes to mind from your album? Uh, from the album. Well, this might just be because it's the first song, but I um, uh, not not I don't know why, but I um uh, like Political World. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't honestly. No, no, why entirely? Um, I just, I, you know, I just find it enjoyable. I find it, you know, catchy and things like it that. It is. It's catchy. It's um, and as as the Ava Brothers music, a bit dark. Yes, yes. And also, just a um, little bit just drops yeah. you into the world of the album. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. um, super. Just, uh, I don't know. It's hard to describe without um, just having the person you're talking to just listen to it, um, and see what they think. But, um, no matter what you think of it, it's, uh, extremely unique. Yeah. So for those um, of you listening at home, maybe even pause the the <laughs> podcast right now and go straight to that playlist and put on political world. Cause that will be on the playlist. Jackie, nice. thank you so much for the first three picks. We're going to take a quick ba- break <laughs> and we'll be right back. <laughs> And welcome back, everybody. I am here with my son, my oldest son, not my oldest child, but my oldest son, Jack Bascom, yes. who has already shared some great picks with me. And I wanted to ask him, uh, he, he is 15 years old, so not nearly as much uh, as many trips around the sun as I have had, being 45 years old. Uh, but a lot of people, when they make these lists, they have a certain you know part of their life that they tend to gravitate towards. Is there a part of your any of these you know from when you were a, a little kiddo or are they more recent mm, i think probably all of them except for i think um two one that i have not mentioned and one i have um being emotionalism um that came from back then that were you know part of you know some a lot of the music i heard uh uh, just when I was uh, little, but mm-hmm. uh, mostly they're actually from you know pretty recently. Pretty recently. Um, yeah, um, and I, I will say now I think about it, most of this stuff you introduced me to. Oh, um, well either, there you go. Either you or um, my uh, sister. Your sister. Um, who, um, if you listen to the episode she's on, um, I think we have. One or two picks that are the same. Okay. Um, so. So what's pick uh, number four? Uh, pick number four certainly not on Corey's list. Um, 
<laughs> oh, he, he says with apparently Corey doesn't care for this uh, this music. Which which one is it? <laughs> um, it is uh, an album called Funeral by Arcade Fire. Oh, um, not on Corey's list, eh? Uh, no. <laughs> she, no. So not, is this no, has this no, been no, a maybe. source of contention between the two of you? <laughs> no, no. I just know it wouldn't be on her list. Okay. So I, uh, a couple favorite songs from that. It is a great album. I really do. As as you said, I did. I was the one who introduced it to you. So do you have a couple songs you really like? It is. I I don't understand. I don't understand why, but I really love Haiti. Haiti, um, yeah, yeah um, sort of a random one to like, but I really, I also really love um, uh, uh, the first one, Neighborhood Number One. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah th- those two are both, those two are both, I, I just great songs, and I, I just go back and uh, listen to them every now and then. Um, it's very emotional music. Yes, I feel um, it like probably out of the music I listen to. Can't really put my finger on why, but mm. it just makes me want to cry <laughs> a lot more than in, than uh, a lot of other music I listen to. So, and what there's the the one song on there that's the most famous of one of the most famous Arcade Fire songs, and now I cannot remember it. What the name of it is? Hey, it's not Hey Now, is it? What's the one song? It's really famous. Is it Wake Up? Wake Up. Yes, thank yes. you. Yeah, Wake Up is is a really famous song, and I feel like I've heard that. Lots of places. It is. It's. Yeah. It's a. It's a really beautiful song. Yeah, you might have. You might have heard "Wake Up Somewhere." I, I mean, I know I've heard it in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of different places. So, what's number five, Jack? Uh, number five um, is an album I uh, bought a few years ago, um, uh, just off of iTunes because I really love this. Um, uh, this uh, piece of actually this round classical uh, music. <laughs> Um, it is the Dvorak Cello Concerto, played by Yo-Yo Ma, um, specifically, and the Berlin Philharmonic Orchestra. Is there any particular reason, for those of you who don't know, Jack, is there any particular reason that you have an affinity for a cello concerto? Uh, I play cello. Yes. Um, <laughs> and my cello teacher a few years ago was, um, uh, you know, he, he was explaining something to me as to, like, how to play something in the most... Uh, simple fashion, and he was asking me if I'd heard the Dvorak Cello Concerto, and I was like, uh, no, I have no idea what that is. And he's like, <laughs> you need to listen to it right away. So, like, the next day, I spent uh, lunchtime watching this 40-minute cello concerto um, on YouTube, and it was actually um, very good, and I've loved it a lot since. Um, particularly the first movement, Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't like listening to all 40 minutes, <laughs> don't like the idea of doing so, um, which is understood by me. Lots of people just fall asleep when they listen to classical music, which has its know, own charm as well. Yeah, they, yeah, that's one of the great things about it. Yeah, yeah that's that, that one of the, the great joys I have as a, a dad for you, all three of my kids, is being able to listen to music being played in my home and not have it sound like it did when you were five or six. It <laughs> yeah. sounds fantastic now. Right now, Jack's been working on a Haydn uh, cello concerto. It is really, really beautiful to listen to. Huh. Well, that's good to hear. Ah, yes. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not... very, I'm very proud of you. Yes, I'm glad I've improved since I was six. <laughs> Yes, you have improved a lot, and I'm very proud of all three of you, but since I'm talking to you right now, I'm very proud of you. What's pick number six? Um, pick number six, um, You've this one d- definitely 
of my picks, probably one of the most likely that you've heard it already, um, is called All That You Can't Leave Behind um, yeah. by U2. Um, mm-hmm. Just um, another, another album I... Uh, you know... The the set the I I just really I I don't know how I can describe what what I like so much about it. Um, it's just sort of something that's just like kept floating back to the front of what I listened to across all the years of my life. Honestly, just mm-hmm. because um yeah. yeah I remember when I was little I used to listen to it a lot. And then like a couple of years ago it floated back and now it's floated back again. Mm-hmm. Um and all these things. Um, I'm not, I, I haven't been listening to it a lot lately, but it's just something that's been, uh, consistent. Um, and that's honestly part of why I love it so much. Um, yeah. Yeah. My favorite song on it is probably, um, uh, the first song, which is probably the most famous from that album. Well, debatably, um, is Beautiful Day. Mm -hmm. Um, I really enjoy that one. I also enjoy, um, the song Kite. Oh yeah, um, kite is a kite. is is kind of a. It's not one that has gotten as has been as state as popular, but it is a really really neat song. It is. It is. It's very neat. Um, Sung to, I believe, one of his children, one of Bono's children. He really? wrote it to one of his children. Yeah. That makes sense. Now I think about it. <laughs> it does. Yeah. yeah. Listen to it again and think about like yeah. probably something like your your paw, your, like me, like <laughs> what I would say yeah. to you as you get mm-hmm. older. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and I have to ask based on the fact that you 2 has been sort of a big uh, presence in the house just because your mom and I both really like you 2 a lot, uh, I do have to bring up that we, uh, we have had the opportunity to take Jack to two shows, uh-huh. one at U.S. Bank Stadium and one down yes. in Omaha. Uh, any highlights from those shows that you can remember, things that you really stick out to you? Well... Mm. Not really. I don't know. Maybe just seeing U2 perform for the first time um, when they first came out to play. Yeah. Um, even though I hadn't heard the first song that they played before. Um, well, I, I imagine I'd heard it, but like I didn't recognize it immediately. Um, but it was hard to recognize pretty much anything in that place. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it just was just so nostalgic seeing them like, oh my gosh, they're there, even though it was like they were about... 200 yards away yeah. and they were like uh ants by like size proportion yeah um but it was it was still uh, really cool to see um and i actually remember at the the second show we went to the one in omaha it was in this uh arena i can't i don't remember the name of the arena yeah um but we were able to like just get seats right behind um the band not in front but behind but because for some reason nobody things to sit back there and there were just like a ton of seats open that people were like reselling i think i'm not totally sure what was going on but anyway we got seats back there and we were really really close Mm -hmm. um from the from the back um it was on their ei tour yeah experience yes yeah it was the last tour they they did um historically yeah it was a great um, show we enjoyed that yeah much. it was i i honestly enjoyed it probably more than uh u.s bank um, yeah because um at u.s bank i was sort of just like are all youtube concerts like this because i couldn't really it was the 
the place was not built as a place to play music. Well, in, it's a football stadium as opposed to a concert venue. Yes, yeah. it's not a. It was not a concert venue yeah. when it was built. Um, so it was pretty echoey mm-hmm. and just you know sort of hard to hear. But in Omaha, it was just. You know, everything came through so cleanly. Yeah, and it was much um, smaller. It felt yeah, it was much, much more. I mean, for, if you're going to see, you know, you two, you're not going to ever be able to see them like in a small venue. So that one felt yeah. really small. Yeah, and exactly. Really and it was a great memory. Yeah. All right, Jack. Well, the, so far, six picks that are fantastic. <laughs> I, I wouldn't argue with any. I mean, you, I wouldn't win the argument anyway. <laughs> But they sound great. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and hear what Jack's last three picks are, as well as his book and his luxury item. Welcome back to The Basement, everybody. And we are going to now hear from my son Jack as he goes through his last three album picks. Was there any uh, philosophy you, you used in terms of um, narrowing down your picks, or did you just kind of say, well, whatever I think of first? Well, uh, uh, it was a little bit of whatever I thought of first base, but I tried to keep it to one per artist uh-huh. or like one per group. Um, I cheated once. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> which you have uh, not... Uh, uh, you, you'll you'll see, um, <laughs> but yeah, I tried to keep it to one per artist, but I couldn't help uh, sneaking in one extra um, at one time because um, you know I just you know didn't want to just have it be the same okay. artist over and again, I, 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 over and over again. I did that, um, and I don't know. I I, di- I just sort of tried to pick the things that. Um, I don't know, just, I like music that, uh, brings me emotion, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's nice or bad or whatever, um, I like to listen to that sort of music, so, um, yeah. So what's number seven? Uh, number seven, um, you, I don't think, have listened to, um, pretty much any of this one, but it is a musical, Yeah. um, and I've been listening to it a lot lately, you probably have heard about it. It's called Dear Evan Hansen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so, like, basically, um, it just, it just so, like, well captures how, like, one thing you think is small can just sort of, like, change like your life basically um, and it's a musical it's, it's really if i'm not mistaken about a young like a teenage boy right yes it's about a young man how old um, is he is he's, he's, a, he's a senior in high school so a couple years older uh, than you and he has really really bad social anxiety oh, okay um and a broken arm um and so and what and a broken arm and a broken arm yeah and so he's oh yeah you might identify with that a little bit yes you had a broken, broken arm a couple arm. years ago Ugh. A few not, years ago, no, actually. No, it was not a couple years ago. I was, was like... Four years ago. Five. Five years ago. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, getting back on topic, it's just so, like... I don't know, it just really well captures, like, this kid's um, journey as he sort of navigates, like, what he discovers is, like, the right way to deal with um, what he's dealing with. And, and honestly, in some cases, he has to face the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you know he makes a lot of mistakes quite frankly um and he has to keep going back and uh, fixing things what are your favorite songs on it um there's a song um called um good for you mm-hmm. um uh, it's just sort of this song uh like i said this kid makes a few mistakes and this is basically um uh, good for you is a rather sarcastic um, title yeah. because it's just basically somebody letting him know, you know what? You've been a jerk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, actually, a few people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's um, it's really um, it's a it's a pretty sad song, honestly. Um, Any others? Uh, there's one um, called Waving Through a Window. OK. Um yeah, that that one's uh, one of the more famous songs from that. You might have heard of it or heard it. Um, yeah, I've been hearing you talking about it, but I haven't had a chance to listen, so I'll look forward to yeah. when I put this playlist together being able to listen to some of these songs because yeah. you've been talking about yeah. it. Wav- Waving Through the Window is just honestly basically the opener of this kid saying, like, because um, cause at the start of this play, you know, life sucks mm-hmm. um, for this child. Um, and so he's entering into this, um, you know, he's facing the prospect of having to go back to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, uh, you know, just talking about how his whole life has sort of just been really just not good. Cause he's not able to like ever like screw up the courage to like talk to anyone or anything like that. So he's just sort of been like this lone wolf pretty much all his life. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. Yeah. How about number eight? Uh, number eight. Um, this is another Avid Brothers album. Oh, um, the bros make another appearance. Yes, the bros make get to make a second appearance. Which one is it? True Sadness. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's um, one that you have in common with uh, your sister. Yep. Um, Do you have the same songs as her that are your favorites? Uh, I don't know. But my favorite songs on there are probably one being the song True Sadness. Title track. Itself. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, title track. Um, really, really, I, I don't know, just love it so much. Can't really describe how. Um, the other one, it's my favorite. Uh, it's really, really hard to not just love Ain't No Man. Um, <laughs> yes. And that's a song that uh, you might have heard somewhere it's um, one of their biggest hits like uh probably their biggest yeah. um when you think about it yeah they, it's an it's a rousing you know kind of crowd pleasing song so yeah, when they yeah. play it live it, it, it is. gets, it it gets is. a good response it does it does it gets a good response yeah um yeah. true sadness is uh one of probably if i were to make a we are we are as you already heard in this p- podcast Big Avett Brothers fans in our home, and that is actually one of the songs that I've loved, loved that, loved of theirs. So, oh, yeah. um, also just uh, there's another song on that album that's uh, kind of a deep cut. I've never heard them play it live because we we've, we've seen them a few times live. Uh, Fisher Road to Hollywood oh, is, is really good, great. and the reason I think of that one is because it's a, it's got a pretty long cello solo in it. So I yes. think of you every time I hear it. Cellist yeah. Joe Kwan for the yeah. Avid Brothers. Yep. 
All right, that's a great number eight pick. Good to see the bros make two appearances. I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> What's Thank number you. nine? That sounded sort of like a threat. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a threat. J just a little bit. Yes. Um, so, What's number um, nine? So I'm not scared as I reveal that my number nine is another musical. It is Hamilton. Hamilton, you know, um, Hamilton, at this stage in the game, you will have heard Chris Scanlon's show. Not you, but I'm speaking to the audience now. Chris Scanlon picked Hamilton. Corey, your sister, picked Hamilton, and now you've picked Hamilton. So I think so far, unless there mm -hmm. some something takes, that might be one of the top picks. Uh, so what do you love about Hamilton? The emotion. Yeah, the emotion. Again, yeah. Um, uh, there's the um, uh, it's it's honest. It's honestly kind of um, uh, fun because it's hard to tell who's the main character. Yeah. Sometimes, um... You know who the main character is? Who? America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it, though? Come on! Uh, I think I scared Jack a little uh, bit when okay. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no! Um, but, yeah, it was... Um, yeah, it's hard to tell um, uh, if it's, you know, Hamilton or, I'm just gonna say it, Aaron Burr. Yeah. Um, it's hard to tell who's the main character um, at times, and... Um, you get to see um, both of their stories progressing and, um, you know, just uh, watching as they have ups and downs, successes, fails, um, things like that um, throughout the whole musical. What are a couple of your favorite songs from Hamilton? Um, there's a song called Wait For It. Wait For It? Um, mm -hmm. Wait For It is... Really Isn't great. that Aaron Burr who says that? That is Aaron Burr. Um, By the way, for those of you who are, are history buffs and or theology buffs, there's a great line in that song where he says who his grandfather is. Yeah. His grandfather was, do you remember? Uh, Jonathan Edwards. Jonathan Edwards, yes. Um, his, yeah, his grandfather um, being Jonathan Edwards um, was, of course, a pastor. Mm -hmm. um, and so he sort of... You know, his influence. He's not mentioned by name, but I think it says, my grandfather was a fire and brimstone preacher. Yeah. Isn't that what he says? He's not me yeah, ex exactly. He's not mentioned by name. Um, but... What other song? Yeah. Um... I... Gosh. There are so many. It's uh, true. So, 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 so many great ones. Um... Uh, well, I mean... Oh, um, yeah. Dear Theodosia. Dear Theodosia. It's hard not to love. Yeah, that's um, really good. Uh, yeah, it's uh, one another one sung by uh, Aaron Burr's, uh, you know, another one sung by Aaron Burr. Mm -hmm. um, and the artist who does that in the original recording, Leslie Owen Jr., I'm just going to say, is just amazing. He's mm -hmm. such a good singer. Mm -hmm. Um and if you watch the recording of it, um, he and Lin-Manuel Miranda are really, really great actors. Um, and it's fun to see those two bouncing off each other. And for those of you who don't know Lin-Manuel, you probably do know, but Lin-Manuel Miranda played um, the Hamilton, the man himself, um, in that play. Um, which, I mean, I get, because he wrote it. Um, mm -hmm. And there are probably certain things he wanted his main character to be doing that would have been hard to explain. Um, yeah, well, those are those are really nine really good picks. I think you would definitely keep yourself entertained uh, for mm -hmm. the year. 
Okay, so we've gotten through the nine picks, so that means yep. you you also get to take a book with you. There are Bibles and Books of Common Prayer. Uh, some people have pointed out uh, that there are couches uh, in the youth <laughs> room, so you might not need a couch. Uh, so what would your book be that you would take to the basement? I would take... Um, the screw tape letters. The screw tape letters. The screw tape letters. By Any particular reason for that? C.S. Lewis. Uh, well, um, for one, it's by C.S. Lewis. That's why I read it in the first place. Mm. Um, by namesake, which is a long story. Um, <laughs> Your parents um, like C.S. Lewis, so they named you after him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so um, he. It's just a great. Um, at times, it's a political commentary. Mm-hmm. At times, it's a uh, just this great thing to just ponder and like think about. Um, like as he pre- this like really as he pre- presents this really striking um, like perspective of the. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's actually about a. Uh, like a, a demon, like mm-hmm. a tempter, um, writing to another one and giving like an him apprentice, an, uh, like yeah, like an apprentice and mm-hmm. giving him advice, mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, kind of, it, it's it's kind of, honestly a little scary. Yeah, darkly times. funny at times. Dar- yeah, darkly funny at times. And, yeah. yeah, and it's it's like you know you just, um, you know. It's just fantastic. Yeah, it's just a fantastic book, and I would probably read it many, many, many times. All right, well, that's a great book to take. What would your luxury item be? My luxury item, um, primarily because it would probably keep me entertained for a long time, um, was because we all of us here like Legos. I don't think there's any dispute in that. <laughs> yeah. So I would bring a, um, a unbuilt Lego Death Star. So oh, could, there you I go. Could, That's a great idea. I could build it in the basement. Yes. Spend a while doing that. Mm-hmm. While listen to my tunes. Yeah. And then, you know, there's a lot to... <laughs> then you could blow it up and then build it's, it again. Exactly. Yes. yes. All right, Jack. Well, these are great picks. I look forward to putting your playlist together. And I must say, I don't say this to all my guests because it's a little personal, but I love you. I'm very proud mm-hmm. of you, my son. And I am so, so glad that you decided to be a guest on the Ninth Avenue Nine. Yeah, I'm really glad too. All right. This was fun. Yep. I'll see you downstairs. Yeah, see you downstairs. (laughs) And with that, episode five, as well as March at the Ninth Avenue Nine is in the books. My thanks to my son, Jack, for coming upstairs and talking with me about his picks. What did you think of that luxury item? I thought that was a really good idea. If you are hankering to share your picks with me, let me know. I would love to hear from some of you. My email address is joel at ofthecross.org. Drop me a line if you want to share your picks with me, either by being in person as a guest on my show or via email. I would be happy to set up a Zoom call with you or just hear from you via email. We have now heard from six people, and the tallying is continuing. So far, the Hamilton soundtrack has already been mentioned four times. The Avett brothers have been mentioned three times, 
And then several artists have been mentioned twice. U2, Bob Dylan, the Lord of the Rings soundtrack, Ben Kyle, and Les Miserables. It's kind of fun to hear the variety, but there haven't been any repeats yet on books. With that, we will wrap this up. The next time you hear from me, we will be in the midst of the Easter season, and my guest will be longtime Church of the Cross member Steve Hunt. Until then, keep spinning those tunes, and may the peace of the Lord be with you.